Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Gafe to Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you find folks know, Gafe to Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right. And Thomas, without doing any arithmetic, what number is this episode? Five, nine, oh. 590. That's right. And this is a very special episode, Faders. And in fact, this is absolutely epic. We are here with the one and only, the legend of Tokyo Internets and podcasting, Mega from the Mega Late Show. Mega, welcome to God Faded Japan, man. Oh, thank you guys for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, thank you. We've been trying to do this for a long time, man. And finally having you here means so much to us, dude. Finally, here we are together on the internet, using Zoom, having an epic Saturday night fucking fade along show, dude. And faders, you better be drinking right now because we're gonna get fucked up and faded. Well, I, think yeah. we're I was gonna say, um, you know, the last time you guys recorded with me, um, I wasn't drinking, I was sober for like two and a half years, almost three years. But I, I broke that sobriety a few months back. Wow. Still, I haven't really gotten drunk. I've had like a beer here, a highball there. But tonight I got a little, you know, a six pack of things. And, and I might get kind of drunk tonight, fellas. You Are you going to get evil, Mega? Are you going to get evil? Let's just ask this question. No, no. Um, I'm not sure exactly how I respond to alcohol anymore. But I've always been a great alcoholic. One of the best to ever do it. Really? One of the best. Yeah, one of the best. Top <laughs> one tier. One of the best. Hall <laughs> of Fame ballot. You're in good we, company. We we sell we shall see because like man, trust me, I'm a professional drunk. It's true. It's true. This guy will never have a driver's license. <laughs> this guy will never have a bicycle, nor a skateboard. No, <laughs> no, not even roller skates. Not this guy. <laughs> oh man. So I gotta ask, what made you break your seal? Um, I was just like, I don't know, bored, I guess. I don't know. I was, it was like Corona times. There's a lot of stress on everybody. I was sitting at home bored and I decided like, Hey, let me just have a beer. And I had a beer and you know, I was fine. And so I, I I've allowed myself to have a few beers. I didn't, I didn't quit drinking alcohol because I was like hitting rock bottom or anything. It just didn't work for me anymore. And I'm the type of person that if, if I quit something, I really got to just quit it. Otherwise I'll never be able to get done with it. I could, I don't have any moderation skills. I wasn't able to moderate it. So. Yeah, preaching to the choir <laughs> so, so, so 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 basically what you're saying is like you know there's zero and there's fifth and there's nothing in between exactly and that's with all things in my life pretty much like i'm either doing it completely or i'm not doing it at all hell yeah, yeah. dude 
Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough, man. Like, uh, sounds like a reasonable challenge. Cause like, uh, last time we talked to you, like, uh, you were saying like, like, yo, I got a little daughter and like, she will not let me sleep. So if I drink too much in the show and blah, 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 I get that. I understand. The hangovers are brutal. They, I, I imagine that they still are. So I haven't really messed with hard liquor. Originally Johnny was like, let's drink some Moscow uh, mules. And I was like, I, right, but I feel like that's going to be painful for me. I'm glad we switched to beers. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can't enough. afford it <laughs> ah, well i don't know man like uh dude like just fucking skate on your own level man and like see see how that goes man just like you know fucking walk a certain path and like you know see how it goes we'll see what happens well i have been wanting to be on this show um like since before i moved to tokyo i think i heard about you guys and i always thought it'd be fun to get drunk with you so when we finally did record and i wasn't able to drink i was a little disappointed and so uh johnny hit me up a couple months back and was like let's do it and i'm like i'm drinking again he's like let's definitely do it and so uh yeah man i'm i've, I've been excited for this day uh for the last two weeks fuck yeah, yeah dude actually even before that because like um man what was it like uh johnny told me like you're like he's off the wagon and he can drink and i was like man fuck we should get fucking lit up and do a fucking show it'd be awesome and we are right now tom and mega your podcast is fantastic, dude. And um, we know your podcast. And I know a lot of our faders know that your podcast. But what I want is for everybody to know of your podcast and what you do, man. So can you just give us a little riffraff about what's going on? Yeah, indeed, man. My podcast is called The Mega Late Show, which sounds a bit narcissistic considering I call myself Mega. But uh, it was originally me and my friend Late who moved back to the States last year. And uh, it's a Tokyo-based hip-hop art and culture podcast. We primarily focus on like the hip-hop community, but also just creatives all around Japan. We've had a variety of super famous people, some smart people, professional uh, like New Japan wrestlers have been on. It's mostly just highlighting uh, people out here who are really cool. You know, that's why we reached out to you guys. And and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not on some like, yo, what do you think about temples? It's it's people who are really on the street doing things that are interesting and dynamic. So that's yeah. awesome. But that that's very cool. Like, but didn't you say this like uh, when we were on your show? Like, uh, like you, basically you said to us was like your focus is on uh, hip hop culture and also dope culture. Right. So like we're living out here in Japan. Like, if it's not hip hop centric, that's fine. We'll interview you. Like, you know, we'll see what's going on. Like, you know, we want to talk about cool stuff and. That's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I've, I've been a hip hop head. Like, I, I always like to make the distinction about what I'm talking about when I say hip hop, because I'm, I'm not talking about anything that you hear on the radio. I've been listening to the radio for, you know, 20 years. And so basically anything that's popular is not really what I'm talking about when I say actual hip hop culture. I'm talking about the four element breaking graffiti, DJing, MCing, performative participatory group of people who are are really doing things and um uh, you know that's that's kind of the backbone of my skeleton but i'm also into you know abstract experimental huge jazz fan variety of different art forms and and anything that's interesting uh i'm also a leftist marxist so political conversations are interesting to me too and yeah so anything that's dope man i'm trying to get this guy who wrote about alien language theory that lives in tokyo on and that's not hip-hop but it'll be dope well, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of um, disagree with you because I think 
you know, the Scratch Pickles and Mixmaster Mike, I mean, Qbert, they would always talk about fucking talking to aliens and shit. I mean, if you right. saw the documentary Scratch, which I'm sure you have multiple times, I mean, that's like half the shit they talk about. They're like, yeah, when I'm scratching, I'm thinking about talking to aliens and how they talk to each other, you know? I mean, anything I do is going to be hip hop, you know, but for, for the layman, they, they hear hip hop and they think of a, like a section in a music store, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That is definitely true. But that's not, I, I think that was more true maybe 20 years ago. I think like this newer generation knows more about what's up, you know? There's a lot of really interesting things going on, man. Yeah. I mean, Tom, before the show, you were talking about what, Takashi 69. Yeah, man. Like, uh, can, can I just say this? Like, uh, I'm not a hip hop head. Like, uh, I'm, I, I got a. Oh, Tom's a raver. My, 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 I'm not a fucking hater, but my, my no, musical are kind of. My musical days are kind of all, all over the place, but like, hip hop, not my thing, man. Like, after like, uh, even after like, uh, I wasn't a show, man. Like, uh, I listened to a couple episodes. I'm like, okay, like you guys are cool, but like, I don't have that tuned in. You guys, you start talking about hip hop. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. But uh, like uh, one thing I did know is like uh, I just uh, recently watched the documentary on Takashi Six Nine, and I'm like I'd heard about him, but like you know, watch the documentary I was like, ooh, man, what a fucking piece of shit. What what are your feelings on that? I mean, I don't listen to the guy. <laughs> you know, like to me, like I don't know. There, there's a really interesting thing that happened in the late '90s that affected all, all art and in all media with the Telecommunications Act, and uh, you know things have just changed. So what is considered hip hop culture to the masses? Like, like Takashi 69 is not really hip hop culture to me. I think he's a person that grew up on the radio, imitates radio and uses a lot of the musical tropes that hip hop is hip hop. That's been on the radio has created over the last 20 years. I, I, I don't know the kid. I'm, I grew up around gang culture and, and I, I just have no vested interest in him whatsoever. So you watching that documentary means you probably know more about him than I do. Mm. Uh, but you know, Johnny talks about the you know the scratch pickles. I mean, yeah, that's 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 hip hop to me. Takashi, he's he's a he's a pop cultural icon that that makes music that's labeled hip hop. Okay, like fair, fair enough. Just just to back it up, but like you know, I saw the documentary. I was like, man, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. He doesn't care about hip hop. He just like he wants to get his name out there, make some fucking coin, and that's it. And like you see, he rolled over and ratted on everybody that like you know supported him. So like. Man, fuck this guy. Tom, when you first started to watch the documentary, when you first read the title, did you think it was Japanese? <laughs> no, no, dude. Dude, did you look at his fucking face? Well, I don't know, <laughs> man. <laughs> look at his fucking face. He's a Latino dude that has a 6'9 over his fucking face. <laughs> Mad face tats. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, when I first heard no, I, I don't think I was confused at that point. When I first heard the name, I thought he was one of those artists that was using Japanese symbolism or something to, you know, do his artistry. I have no idea where Takashi comes from, but it definitely sounds Japanese to me. Uh, basically, long story short, they said in the documentary, he's uh, I think he's uh, half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. And uh, like he got the, he took the name Takashi because there was a tattoo artist who did a lot of his ink, who was like big into heroin. And like, you know, 6'9", because 6'9", and like, you know, it was an intention getter. That was it. It was like rainbow hair, fucking blood, scripts, yo, yo, yo. It was like, mm, not my thing, but like. Tom, what is yeah, your thing? some cornball shit. 
I was not, it was not my thing either, but like, you know, the documentary is called The Making of a Supervillain. It's, it's, it's not trying to say like he's a good guy. It's like this guy's a fucking dickbag. And also, on the documentary, they're talking about he's smacked his fucking wife around a lot. So okay, I was like, this guy's right. a fucking shithead. I'm not, I'm not saying I fucking okay, support okay. this guy in any way, shape, all right, or form. Right, I, I don't want to talk about fucking Takashi69 unless he's listening. And if he's, if you're a fan, Takashi, definitely support us on Patreon. No, 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 fucking don't. He's a dickbag, man. Fucking he's a dick that guy. All right, well, then don't. <laughs> I want to talk about Mega, dude. Mega's here, man. We're getting faded with Mega. Now, Mega, I got I got a question. <clears throat> okay, actually, I got a lot of questions. Um, other than having Tom and me and Sean in your studio, have you ever regretted having a guest in your studio? Because you guys have like live. I mean, we haven't done that in almost a year, but you're still doing like live shows and stuff. Um, not so much with the live shows, but. I can't say that I have a guest that I regret having on, but I've had people on who are like, that wasn't a really solid, strong episode. Like we could have vetted that person a little bit better. And yeah, but, but mostly it's, it's the, the way we get people on a podcast is, is we, we know them, we meet them and we see their art or somebody is like, yo, this person's cool too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of rare that I see somebody on the internet and I reach out to them. I would usually like to try to check out their art before I do that. But there's two episodes that I think are kind of trash. Really? Okay, shit. And yeah. one of them is one of them was with the guy who I think is really dope. I just think he's a bad interview. Oh yeah, we've had that. <laughs> yeah, we've had that because like yeah, me and Johnny have never gotten fucked up and trashed an episode on our own. Uh, Tom, <laughs> I think most of that was your initiation, but yeah, actually, the one person that was kind of concerned having like in our studio was Bob Sapp. Because I was worried about my fucking sofa, dude. My sofa is old. It's small. And when he decided to come over, he's like, yo, I can come over to your house and just do it. I'm like, in the studio? All right, cool. Because I was thinking karaoke place, you know? You're fucking, but- like, dude, like, dude, no offense, man. Like, it's not in this sofa's bad. But, like, dude, I am uncomfortable sitting there. And I'm a bigger dude. Like, that was, like, mm, that's a no-goer, man. I'm surprised, like, he didn't fucking, like, eat that for breakfast or something. Yeah, no, true. That's what I was concerned about, you know, when because when he came in and he sat down, dude, like, my side of the sofa, I went up, like, two feet. I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> uh, halfies, halfies. It's like a seesaw. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And enough. it was like that. But, you know, we didn't have that rocking motion. We're completely professional. <laughs> I mean, the guy's fucking massive. Like, you know, he, he kind of bends space time. When you get around him, that gravitational pull, he's going to throw you all over the place. I'm going to say one thing. That guy is massive. He's huge. But that guy is such a sweetheart, dude. That guy was so nice and kind and down to earth. I can I can only say the best things about Bob Sapp, dude. That guy was super cool, dude. Super cool. For him to give us his time to be on the show, to come to the studio, and then hang out with me and my wife afterwards insane dude that guy was super cool super cool but yeah he was huge huge i'm a huge fan you know i i was I, before i even thought about moving to japan i was watching pride mma and you know he's, he's huge so i would have i would have uh, loved to experience that be around him yeah i can introduce you man is he living in japan no i don't well I can, i'll tell you the country he's living in um he's living in thailand right now so yeah he's got this beautiful place i can't i told him i was like the next time i go to thailand i'm gonna visit he's like yeah you can have your own area of the house i'm like i just need a room dude i just want to hang out with you yeah yeah no no problem (laughs) i'm like ah you know he really does it when he talks the guy he's great so awesome Mm. all right next question 
on Got Fit in Japan, we, we don't hold ourselves back. We don't filter. And we basically just say what comes to us, right? And that's that's part of like, I don't know. I, I think that's part of like me and Tom's chemistry. When we hang out, we bust each other's balls. You know, we have a good time. But I mean, we're, we're like the best of friends, you know? And um, But, you know, when we're together and we drink, we just say whatever comes into the radar, right? Now, what are your thoughts on that? Because right now, a lot of podcasts are kind of holding themselves back because of the... Um, the cancel culture and this and that. Like I was listening to like a really big podcast recently. This guy's like super famous and stuff. You know him. I know him. We all know him and stuff. And he was talking about cancel culture. And he's like, yeah, I got to hold myself back. I want to say this, but I can't. So basically I don't say what I'm thinking. And, and, and I was listening to this and I was like saying to myself, like, that's not what a podcast is all about. That's like fucking NPR national radio with sponsors and shit, dude. You should be saying exactly what you think. That, that's why we're here. This is fucking pirate radio. I mean, this right here, a podcast is your pirate ship. You're a fucking captain, Mega. What are your Me? thoughts? I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a person. Uh, only time I ever use woke is as a pejorative or ironically. But, you know, I'm, I'm very much aware of like intersectional politics and, and and how difficult it is as a comedian these days. But for me, I don't really say anything that's too off the wall like. You know, I, I I don't really make gay jokes like I grew out of that for whatever reason. So it don't that doesn't, you know, bother me. I might say gay as a joke, but I, I don't hold my tongue for anybody, really. And and I'm not really worried about those repercussions because uh, nothing that I do is in malice. And I don't think that I'm too offensive anyways. Like if you've got a gender pronoun that you want to be called, I'm you know, I, Mega is my righteous name. And I tell you, my name is Mega. I don't expect you to call me something else. So if you tell me what your gender pronoun is, I'm going to call you that to the best of my abilities. So, yeah, um, I just watched the Patrice O'Neill documentary and he oh, was so Patrice, yeah, so wildly problematic, you know, but, you know, I, I mean, I'll still say bitch. I'll call somebody bitch if I want. And 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 uh, my, our podcasts are not for that. You know what I mean? If you if you don't like what we have to say, just go elsewhere. Like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hold myself to a weird standard for my listeners. It's like. If you don't like it, get away. Cool. Are you gonna fucking cancel me? Like, come on. I'm I'm so adamantly against that shit. <laughs> it's a podcast. So, so so sorry. Can I can I say something? Like uh, when I was DJing, like you know, when we can actually go to clubs and party, like uh, by both my Japanese wife and like one of the club owners I know, they they told me like it'd be really cool if you wore like you know not a kimono but like you know traditional Japanese outfit. When you GG, we we think that'd be really fucking cool, but like to flip it with cancer culture, be like, oh, that's fucking cultural appropriation. It's like, dude, really, some fucking white person that like has never been in Japan before is gonna tell me that's wrong when the Japanese people I know, one of which I married and have a child with, who's wait, like, somebody said that to you? No, no, I, I'm just, I'm just, just oh, supposing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm supposing, but. But my, my wife, both my wife and like one of the club owners that like, you know, I, I you know, I used to hang with, they're like saying it'd be really cool if you don't wear, you know, kind of traditional Japanese outfit and like DJ, we think it'd be really cool. They told me that. that shit all the time, like, dude. Yeah. Well, we're actually the, the club in, in question was Ensaw. So like, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah. I know the owner. That. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, that'd be dope. Like, I mean, you know, it's a spectrum. Yeah, but I mean, the thing about cancel culture, like you, you could yell, you know, you could yell cancel culture, or sorry, cultural appropriation. It's like, says who? 
says a bunch of offended white people that know nothing about the culture or like the actual fucking culture I'm in. Like, which, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, I agree with you. A bunch of white people are a big problem. <laughs> no, it really is uh, on the strength. On the strength, it, it, it is a lot of like a, a professional managerial class, neoliberal white folks who are the most woke about these things. And 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 again, some things to me do seem a bit suspect in a cultural appropriation. It like e, but at the same time, it's like you know, it's not that serious with everything. It's not that serious at all. There's nothing well, serious about Godfrey to Japan. Yeah, it's not sorry mega just to ask you like my, my main dig with that is like when say when they when like you know fucking certain white liberals like scream a cultural appropriation it's like i don't fucking care about like you know what white people are saying i want to know from that group well i can you tell know, you what, that, you know like black people or you know indian people or whatever group okay all right can, can i just can i just get in here for a second when I brought up this question, I was just talking about just saying like naughty words and shit. You guys are taking this to a whole different level. <laughs> hey, if I could, if oh, I could why, drop, why wouldn't we though? Right. Well, if I could, if I could jump in really quick, man, I, I do have these type of conversations. I'm on another podcast too called "This Is Not Information," where uh, it's a bunch of us black folks. You know, I'm black and Filipino, and and we talk, we discuss a lot of these things on there. So if people want to catch me and hear more of my really leftist views. Catch me on air because, like, um, I, I'm I'm really against a lot of this postmodern intersectionality stuff too, and the neoliberalism of it all. So yeah, I, I like these conversations, but I'm trying to get drunk with y'all tonight. Yeah, Tom. Uh, okay, man. If, if, if you don't, I'm uh, sorry, man. I apologize. If you don't want to take it too serious, man, like, uh, maybe you can uh, click me a link uh, to to uh, other podcasts that you're guesting on. Like, I'll be cool with that. Okay, right, I'm black. just I'm just saying, but like. You know, there's fucking cultural appropriation is like, you know, doing something offensive. But like when like the group like you're hanging with, like they're like, okay. yeah, you should fucking do this. That'd be cool. All right, Tom, we got it. <laughs> we got I can tell you straight up, Tom, like nobody <laughs> wants to hear about white dudes complaining about cultural appropriation either. Yeah, no, it's played out too. It's almost as bad as the people crying about. If I went on stage and DJ in kimono, it should be OK. Tom, Tom, I want you to go to your job and teach little kids in your kimono, okay? With a little like wooden samurai sword and nunchucks, dude. I want to see. I want to see you go to town. I will work on that. I will smack them over the fucking head. You know, you are a cosplay kind of guy, so I mean, if you're gonna do it, it's gonna look really good, even if it looks bad. Well, like yeah, honestly, man, like the Joker costume, the Mad Hatter costume, the Spider Man costume—they all went fucking wild. They went they fucking did. lit when I was teaching little kids. So, man, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I got another question. What are your thoughts on Clubhouse? Right now, everybody's going clubbing. And they're asked, I've been asked a couple of times to go clubbing. Like, dude, you got to do clubbing, man. You got to do clubbing. And I'm just like, do I really want, do I, I, I don't know if I want to. I haven't thought about it. So I want to know your thoughts on it. I mean, yet another social media hookup, like meetup device that I need to be a part of. I don't, I, I don't see, the use for me, like why it would be fun. I guess, you know, chat lines used to be fun in the in the late 90s. You know, everybody gets yeah. on, there's 20 people on the phone. It can be fun. And I've done a few things with the Black Creators Japan um, uh, and their clubhouse meetings. But number one, I, I don't have Apple products, so I can't really just jump on there like that as easily without the iPad. And number two is like, why do I want to talk to more people? I talk enough. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> there, there's so many people like 
everybody has an opinion about everything and everybody wants to recenter themselves as a person with opinions, putting them out there. Like, I don't want to hear everybody's opinion. So I'm not on social media like that. I'll read a book if I want to learn something about a cultural appropriation. I don't want to hear anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What am I going to do on Clubhouse? Like, try to get bitches? I don't, I don't know. Hey, Johnny, take notes. What, to get bitches? Tom, you're I the mean, only bitch I know. You're the one that fucking yelled at me to get club ho- on Clubhouse, and I'm an Android. I physically Look, cannot do that. And you fucking, Johnny was like, get on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse. And dude, I when like, it I first dropped, dude, it. I thought it was a good idea until I started listening to it. And once I started listening to it, it's like a bunch of people talking about themselves or fucking arguing about a fucking stupid topic. And then I dropped it and stuff. So anyway. I mean, it Actually, could be. Like, oh, what oh, do yeah, I, know? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't have any Patreon followers. Johnny might be onto something. To me, it sounds like uh, from what uh, what other people have been talking to, like uh, sounds like a plane. You know, this experimental nice plane took off. It only took like you know half the people, half the passengers, and then it took off and had a mighty start, and then it fucking crashed and burned. That's what it sounds like. I don't think it's crashing and burning just yet, but I think in the next six months. It might. I think it's going to get really stale really quick. It's kind of a fad, like bell bottoms. Who owns mm, it? Fair enough. Who That's owns a good it? Question. I have no I idea. Mean, if it gets popular, it's going to get picked up by one of the big tech companies, be it Google or Facebook. You know, that's that's how it always happens. Wait, Facebook wait. is probably already, or, or Twitter is probably already starting their own version of Clubhouse. That's that's just yeah. how it works. Uh, yeah, they're all the that's same. capitalist realism in 2021. Yeah, yeah, Mega, you're probably right. So you know, Facebook or one of the big tech, tech companies is like. <sighs> Where's the cheddar at? Where's the cheddar at? Remember, remember Vine? Yeah. Where's that now? Instagram. You know, I mean, Facebook stories. That's that's where it, TikTok. That's oh, where well, like, well, yeah, yeah. Vine got like, you know, swamped. Like basically fucking TikTok took over Vine. So basically, yeah. Well, TikTok is huge now. Jesus. I think it was, wasn't it Facebook that purchased? I mean, we don't need to get into that. But yeah, I mean, it's another social media startup. There'll be another one next year, too. I don't know if I'm getting on it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to see where it goes. I'm not a fan, but everybody's talking about it, dude. Every couple of days, somebody asked me if I want to go clubbing. <laughs> Yo, you want to go clubbing tonight? I'm like, I, hate that. I don't know. Do the fucking jerk off motion now. I hate that. I don't ever ask me to go clubbing on Clubhouse. I, I, if you do that, I might unfriend you. <laughs> Take right. no favors. Like true, man. Mm. I just noticed there you go, man. So, so good to talk with you again. Yeah, definitely. Yo, oh you've God. got my you've got my Wu-Tang painting behind you, dude. I know you see that dog. I mean, come on. I'm a huge fan. Oh, man, dude. Oh. I, I got to ask. I got to ask. Did you get a black light? Oh, no, that's I don't have a black light, dude. I wish I should have. I should have done it. But, you know, man, I went. I went on, I saw the video of you painting the stormtrooper or whatever the name of that specific type of trooper was. I was like, oh shit, that's so dope. I'm about to go buy that right now. This but when right I went here. to the site, man, like your art is too nice. It's out of my price range. Oh, dude, well, I'll cut you a deal, man. <laughs> that shit is dope. Is that sweet? Check super, shit out, man. Oh, man. And I've been, uh, you know, to get off topic even more, I've really been enjoying the jackets you've been doing as well. Are you serious? Get out of here, man. Thanks a lot, dude. That really means a lot to me, dude. Yeah, the jackets are that jackets are actually, you know, now that it's getting a little bit warmer out and stuff, I think those are going to come back because, I mean, in winter, nobody wanted those. But, you know, yeah. last fall, you know, they were coming in. I was going to make Tom, when's your birthday? I'm going to make you one. Uh, since September. 
I'll huh? let you know. It's the season. It's in September. I'll let you know. You let me know? Okay, you don't yeah. get one. <laughs> I prefer to purchase my friend's clothing than, than you know, the Uniqlo bullshit or whatever. Yeah, same, same here, man. Like, you know, support, like, you know, independent artists and all that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Always, always. That's no, true. That's true. You know, Maggie, you've got a lot of artists that are on your show. You had those um, that one guy that had a show in um, the Diesel store about a year and a half ago. Mad Dog Jones. Like, yeah, Mad that Jones. guy's stuff is incredible. He's fucking super rich off of. He's doing crypto art now, selling his crypto art through his cryptocurrency. You know, I don't know the details, but he like I heard that he just made like five hundred thousand dollars off of selling some art just the other day. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. How, how does that work? Like crypto art. So he does an art painting and like it becomes like cash in the internet. Like, how does that fucking work? I don't know the details. And I like to say details like that just because it makes me feel good about myself. But I don't Nobody's know. Nobody's drinking. <laughs> I don't know the details, but apparently the art is in a digital format that can be traded online by art dealers. And because it is like a single digital file or something, they attach it to cryptocurrency generators and a value of some sort and so it gets traded or it gets sold and then it becomes a currency of its own maybe but i mean the thing i do know is that like he's blowing up he did that's the super bowl a, show that that's a fucking thing you just like make art be like yep yeah, it, it's a currency let me, let me print my own uh george washington here we go 2021 man i mean Jesus, man. he's successful like you know a lot of people a lot of people don't care for the art form and i get it because it's like pictures colored collage pictures colored so some people are going to be like eh but sick, i think it, it, it looks I mean, it looks pretty cool and yeah and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i'm not knocking like i'm sorry man like I, I don't know your friend like personally but i'm not knocking him but like shit people people could do that like you know that's just like that's yeah, they do he's talking oh, about it like, Fuck! Art is such oh, a racket, oh, too, you though. You're killing me, man. I'm feeling old. I think I'm going to crawl in bed and have a heart attack now. <laughs> high, high art is so bullshit anyways. You know what I mean? Like, well, who establishes the value to this? It's a great way to launder money, so. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard that as well. Well, people only launder money through, like, Warhols and Rothko's and, like, the top people, like, that. Um, actually, a lot of people that go to those, uh, which I'm going to call it, um, auctions. What's it called? The Stephanie auction or whatever. Anyway, people that go to that, that's underground that's, auction. An auction. I would love to go to an auction, by the way. I'd raise my hand just once, just to up the price and then hope they I don't fucking own the painting. Like <laughs> and hope you don't get dollars. Like, I'll take you it. Don't fucking belong there, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know if they let I don't know if they let people like us in those auctions though. Probably not. <laughs> Probably don't. The cats with brown paper bags in front of the family mart with a highball. Probably not. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm pretty crafty. I might get in. Tom, I don't know. <laughs> you got to wear uh, one of no, your no, cosplay no, disguises. I don't think I'm a master of disguise. I'm a big, rather big dude. I don't think I'm a super stealthy ninja like. So, well, yeah, I okay. might be on something. Yeah, I believe in you, Doc. That's debatable. But um, yeah, no, but that guy's art, going back to the original thing, that, that guy's art is actually quite incredible and stuff. But we, so wait, cryptocurrency five hundred thousand. Is he in Japan? Is he living in Japan? No, I think he's back in Thunder Bay, out in Canada. Oh, oh, dude, if he's in Canada, he's fucking set, dude. In Japan, did you know if you own cryptocurrency and you sell it, the government through taxes gets, uh, I think it's like a maximum of fifty-five percent. So let's just say you fucking make a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars goes to the government in taxes. 
That's why I don't fuck with fucking uh, cryptocurrencies. I, I mess with stocks. That's it. You know, index stocks, index bonds there. It's safe. You know, I'm just fucking thinking about my retirement. Precious fucking- metals still work out. You purchase that tax free. Well, no, you still got to pay tax on that too, though. Whenever you sell it. Mm, well, I don't know. Yeah, not as much as cryptocurrency, but cryptocurrency in Japan and stuff. For some reason, it's anywhere from 35 to maximum of 55%, depending on how much money that you make and stuff. So if you become a millionaire, you're not a millionaire. <laughs> Trash. Mm. Got to pay your taxes, man. Part of life. Oh, man. Well, speaking of taxes, you're on the show and you got to pay up, dude. We're going to get into the news. Cool beans. <laughs> what do you guys think? The news? Are you guys ready? I'm yeah, down, let's hop man. in. Mega, right. you re- you ready? I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready, guys. We are oh, ready. Uh, actually, w- one one quick thing can I say? Um, before we jump into the news, like, oh, uh, last time uh, I was on your show, like, uh, Shaz, he said he said it was on a Netflix show, Na- Naked Director. Right. I saw that. That was fucking dope. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was a fucking very cool series. Shaz was in there an extra. He was like in there for two seconds. I still saw that. That's fucking oh, cool. Oh shit! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. The Naked Director is that the uh, TV show that does uh, a true story that took place in the '80s and stuff, right? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Fucking eight. It's it, it, it's a good series. It's highly worth checking out, especially if you got Netflix. Netflix. Fucking watch that shit. It's fucking great. I have to be honest with you. I haven't finished it yet, but as really? I did watch yeah, it, I great. thought to myself, it was great. Is it? Mega, is that a metaphor? You haven't finished it yet. Oh, I wasn't even going there, but yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of set yourself up for that one, Mega. I'm sorry. Tough times over here, gentlemen. Tough times over tough here. Tough times, man. Well, yeah, tough it- time, seriously, tough times, man. Like, you know, times aren't hard enough. You haven't finished it yet, man. Come on, man. All right, Mega, I have to apologize. Tom kind of pre-games a little bit before the show, about like two hours or so. So, I mean, if you've got a six-pack in front of you. You got to catch up, dude. I mean, I'm chugging. I got a bottle of wine, and I'm just chugging it as fast as I can. I'm about to done, but yeah. I don't know, man. Once you have kids and shit, like I feel like my dick ain't working the same way it used to when I was younger. So I'm trying to work on that, you know, get my life better. That's why I don't have kids. Or, yeah, hey, dude, I will fucking completely agree with you. Once the kid like fucking starts running around the house going, I, I had to fucking boot him out of the room a couple of times and be like, nope, 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 nope. You see that off camera? I think I'm talking about He's talking about his dick, man. I'm, still, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm talking about the kid that's running around. It's also ruining my fucking dick. He's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't fuck my wife now. Oh man, I mean, if I could keep it real, I haven't had sex in like two months. Oh Tough damn! Times. Holy shit, yeah. we just got for real, real. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, you know, it's 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 both of us though. It's like the days that she want to, I'm like, ah, ah, I've I'm got a, a headache. I'm going to shoot zombies for another two hours. So when you fall asleep, I'll just complain about it to myself and watch some Hitomi Tanaka. Oh, man. Yeah, Tom. that's rough. Uh, yeah, theaters don't get fucking married, don't have fucking kids. It'll fucking wreck your sex life. Oh, that sucks. Tom, how long has it been since you busted nut? Mm, I think roughly what he just said before. Two. He said two months. Yeah. A little no. bit less than that. No, not with your less, hand. Not with your hand. A little bit less than that. It's around the same time. I'd say a little bit less than are that. Are you? Are you on a no fap diet? What is that? I busted in that like less than twelve hours ago. 
Oh, you're talking about jerking off? Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean? Figure it out yourself. Yeah, maybe, I, don't, I don't know. A week ago, man. A week ago? Oh, man. Dude, dude, dude. All right, Tom, no wonder you're drinking so much and you're so on edge, dude. I fucking Now everything falls into play. I, I thought you weren't taking your meds, but now I got it. <laughs> I can't do that. My libido is too crazy. I'll start to, I'll be, I'll be outside looking like a predator. I can't, I cannot go a week without, I can't remember the last time I went a week without busting a nut. Oh, do you sound like I can't remember the last time I went three days. Yeah, I get crazy. I'm not, yeah, going, so- I'm not I don't want to say rapey, but I definitely be looking at women like <laughs> objects. Yeah, I do too. I understand that. But like, uh, um, sometimes my wife is not available. I do not wish to cheat on her. And sometimes like kids like running around banging and going, bleh, 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 bleh. so uh, sometimes I can't do that. And then I, uh, I don't want to jerk off at work. And I don't want to jerk off in a public toilet. And I don't want to jerk off in a cafe. So like, I think my co-host is Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'd be for movie theaters. Pee Wee Herman. I'm going to tell you this, Tom, for your mental health, man. Your kid is a little bit younger than mine, I think. You got to make time to practice the rituals that make you feel good. Yeah, dude, spank yeah. that sausage, dude. You got to do it. You beat that meat, dog. You're going to, it's going to be too much pressure. You're going to have, you know what I mean? Michael Douglas falling down moment if you don't figure that out. Yeah, seriously, Tom, Tom, you might lose all your hair. Is it actually going to be that bad? I mean, I feel like yes. I agree. Dude, Tom, when you're on edge, you're on edge. And I fucking, I just thought, you know, maybe you're too drunk. You're not drunk enough. But now I know, dude, I'm like, Tom, before we do the show, um, just. mm, Watch yourself around this guy. (laughs) Watch yourself around this guy, Johnny. He might snap one day and take you out. You guys bicker with each other a lot. He could take you out the game one day in a fit of is rage. That, is that, is that, oh, dude, is I that push his buttons like a motherfucker, dude. Is that going to be my, my next phone call? I'll be like, yo, uh, dude, can you rub one out? We're get, we got to do an interview, man. Just rub one out real quick. So you're, not, so you're fucking peaceful. I'm little... dude, it might get to that, dude. It really might. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't want to make that right, phone I'll... call. I don't want to make that phone call, but I might be like, dude, Tom's going to go fucking bananas, dude. Tom, do it. I guess I'm right. have to we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. No, I know how the show is going to go. We're going to get into the news. Mega, I have to say, man, you are the guest on the show, and it would be our honor to have you go first. If you could read the first article, if you can, like, just break the seal and do the first article, that would mean a lot to us. All right. Breaking yeah, indeed. Seal. Thank you for sending me the article here. Um, It's been a while since I had to read aloud, so forgive me if I have any disfluencies, but let's get started. You're going to be fine. All right, so here we go. Uh, Man arrested for killing protected Nara deer. Uh, It says here that a man was arrested Tuesday for killing a wild deer last month in Nara Prefecture in violation of a law that protects cultural properties, police said. So, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Mr. Yoshi, a 23-year-old construction worker from Mie Prefecture, Victor has admitted to killing the deer with a hatchet. That is a very intense way to kill a deer. Uh, those deers are too friendly. You, you usually don't get that he close really to a deer. He really wanted to fucking kill the deer, in other words. Yeah. Mm, I mean, it, is it is like, what are his other options? I see here that uh, nunchucks could be an option, a wooden staff, uh, a full-length katana. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to kill deer. Right, dude, that's like the Ninja Turtles. That is just like the Ninja Turtles. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, fucking if you're going to do something, you should do it right. 
I feel like Donatello's at a disadvantage there. Like Donatello's going to hit it once. It's not going to die. It's going to run away. You need a, you know, size. You need actual size. But nunchucks are more clever. Nunchucks look more badass, but I mean, a hatchet works just fine, apparently. <laughs> yeah. it, it says here. It does. Yeah, I mean, you, you could be into something. You could very well be into something. He could be the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, you know, like villain. Like, you know, what? He got touched by the mutagen. He could be like, you know, the deer hatchet. Yeah. Guy. What's his name again? Hayato Yoshi. So it's not a Rokusaki. So it's not it's not the shredder that did this here. But OK, it says uh, investigators quoted him saying, while I was playing with some deer, I got angry because one of them suddenly rammed my car. I was determined to kill it. See, this sounds like a markings of a man that doesn't masturbate enough, Tom. You should be careful about this. I'm it sounds like a Takashi 6 9 It's a Takashi 6 9 all over again. It's the making of a fucking super villain. I don't think Takashi 6 9 has killed anything, but yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but it says here, however, investigators believe he actually killed a different animal based on his testimony. Oh, a mystery animal here testimony or testicles which one hopefully both um i'm trying to read this the the print is small but it says he allegedly attacked a female deer aren't all deer well no no that's wrong i don't know my deer anatomy and such there's not a different name for no 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 no. it doe a deer a female deer and then there's the buck so a doe uh, they're deer but the males are called bucks and the and the females are called fawns. Is that right? Or uh, does fa- fa- fawns are teenagers? They're like warming up to like you know the thing. Uh, All right. Times in the countryside. At least he didn't kill a teenager deer. All right. He attacked a female. I, I, deer. I, 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 I've killed a deer before, not on purpose, but like I hit it with my car. I didn't mean to do it, but like you know, it fucking ran out in front of me. I mean, that's their fault most of the time. Wow, dude, where are you from, man? Canada? I'll tell you what, they're they're like the two worst creatures that kill the most humans on the planet are mosquitoes and deer. Both of them are trash. No, it's mosquitoes and humans. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the perfect man, the Buddha of this world, actual human beings. I'm talking about like creatures who who don't do arithmetic. Well, Mega gets into the Buddha, but like, okay, all right. Fair enough, sir. You are correct. And so... Apparently, this deer, so this might be a fawn because the deer is only 11 years old. I'm not sure how that works out in deer years, but yeah, 11 year old deer in Nar Park, a major tourist attraction around 2 a.m. on February 7th. Now, police were notified by a passerby about an injured deer in the park and identified the subs- uh, suspect using surveillance camera footage in the area. Wow, they really don't have anything to do. They really hunted this man down. At like a deer. <laughs> to be honest with you, I can see how he thought he might get away with killing a deer at 2 a.m. This is like some real CSI type of shit, though. They should have like a law and order unit so, like for this. Uh, it says a total of 1,286 deer roamed the park as of last July. According to the Nara Deer Preservation Society or Foundation, visitors are allowed to feed the animals with digestive sugar-free deer crackers called Shika Sembe which are sold at nearby shops. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't mess with wild animals like that. I don't want to feed any deers here. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and it says, um, 
In 2010, a man and a woman were arrested and given jail terms for killing a nard deer with a crossbow. Much doper than a hatchet. Much doper than a hatchet or a bow staff or nunchucks. A crossbow. More like uh, the man. I mean, uh, all right, I'm going to read the rest of this, but then I want to hear your ideal weapon to kill a deer with. Uh, the man who was a restaurant manager told investigators he had a financial problem and thought deer meat would sell for a high price. See, tough times. That's the economy right there. Man, I agree, though, man. Venison is the fucking bomb, dude. Seriously. I don't know if I'm too West Coast or whatever growing up in California and Hawaii, but I've never really ate deer all that much to say that it's delicious. Pretty well, good. It's pretty. Yeah, I'll agree with Tom there. It's pretty good. It's not like the best thing ever, but I mean, deer is pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, people hunt it every year. Then again, I think a lot of them hunt it for sport. I don't know. You want to get the 12 point buck or whatever, right? You want to get the, the one with the most antler points? Is that how it works? I would love to have a set of antlers in my fucking okay, studio. It's a 12 point buck is what you're calling about. It. I would okay. like to hunt a deer, but I mean, I don't go to a restaurant and be like, oh, I hope they got a deer burger. You know what <laughs> I, I mean? Know. <laughs> but it's Burger King's I'm, next I'm, menu. I'm going to be honest with you. Deer meat is pretty good. It's a little bit gamey. Okay. Like, um, okay. I'm not 100% from Chicago. I'm a little bit outside of Chicago, but like... Uh... But you hit a deer with your car. I think the best weapon to kill a deer is a car. <laughs> That's probably the most popular choice. Allow, allow, allow me to tell you a story because like deer, deer season is limited. If you can get a deer outside of the season, it's fucking mega bucks. Well, well, I think not mega bucks, but like a lot of money. I think it's illegal. I think that's called poaching. <laughs> when you poach, you make a lot of money. <laughs> One second. One second, really quick. I'll tell I'll tell the story. One second, really quick. So, like, I got into a car accident, which was not my fault. And like, all right, so I got into a car accident, which was not my fault. And like, you know, basically for legal reasons, I had to go over and say, and like, you know, to a you know garage and say, like, yeah, it's fucking total. Fine. Car was still drivable. It was fucking total. It was a it was a piece of shit. Shit. It was a complete shit box. It was drivable, but it was totaled. Got it. Yeah. I had to drive to the next town to get like you know the fucking like verification papers like set up. And as I did, like you know, my mother was driving for in, in front of me. And keep in mind, I was sixteen or seventeen. And then the deer ran out. I didn't want to hit the deer. I softly hit the brake but like you know the buck ran out like you fucking zipped across there and was like softly hit the brake and then like the, the the doe jumped out in front of me so basically i fucking you know hit a hit a fucking you know female deer and stupid animals she got knocked over to the other side and like you know she ran up a hill this is depressing he just wanted yeah. to tell us how he killed a deer johnny Oh, it gets better. I'm not getting the fucking crazy part of the story. So I was like, right, stop, wait. My car is already fucking totaled. It's a piece of shit. So what happens is I sit there and I wait. Cop pulls up, goes, hey, uh, yeah, something happened. Like, we'll just like, you know, fill out the report. Fine. And, like, what happened after that is, like, you know, some fucking drunken rednecks and this fucking piece of shit beat up, you know, beat up truck 
I want to, you kill that deer? I was like, yeah, not intentionally, but yeah. What, you want that deer? I'm like, no. Can we have that deer? I'm like, I guess it's okay. So they just fucking grabbed the, you know, fucking grabbed the animal and just like fucking jumped it in God, there. Like, Tom, we've know. all seen the ending of Easy Rider, dude. We know how this plays out. So you fucked up your car and then you didn't even come out of it with like meat for a deer burger because you gave away the fucking deer. What did your Pretty dad much. say about this? <laughs> I was I was weird. I was creeped out about that. I was like, I was 16 or 17. I was like, you know what? Like, I, I got a shit box. I just want to like do stuff and like date girls and drive around in a car. Even as a shit box. Tough times, dog. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, that, that sucks, dude. Smashed your car. Didn't get the deer. Didn't get the girl. All right. Moving on to the next story. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, right. wait, wait. I want to know what weapon you would use to kill a deer if you had the option of using any weapon to kill a deer. Oh, God, that's right. Okay, okay. I'm going to say car. I'm going to say car because obviously Tom did it like a fucking boss. Tom nailed that deer, demolished it, and it was still edible. So I'm going to say car to kill the deer because Tom did it. And fucking game over for the deer. Tom, what do you got? Bare hands. Bare hands. What? A a real man. What are you going to like headlock it or just smush its eyes in like in a bar fight? That that wasn't the first thing. That wasn't the first time I've seen a deer killed in front of me. Like it was like, you know. Maybe a year before that, like when we were driving back from another place, like Roadhouse. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but dude. But like, uh, basically, when we were driving back, like you know, four by four, fucking hit a deer, and like, basically, like you know, it was like my friend's mother. They're like, get back in the car, get back in the car, and like you know, somebody else like hit a deer and like injured it very badly, and like some guy came over, like, uh, you ever you ever seen the movie Long Kiss Goodnight? Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. very good movie. Gina Davis, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, we're you know, basically, we're all sitting there, we're like 15 or 14 or 15, like in rollerblades. And I'm like, yeah, smack the deer. Like, you know, it wasn't a 12 point buck, I think it was an eight point buck. But like, you know, just reached over and went, yeah, did the thing. I was like, mm. that's pretty badass. I, I don't know. Not I'm not going... the first time I've seen it. I mean, that that, that was that's a good move. Movie, and that's a great way to kill a deer. I'm going to go a little bit medieval on them. I'm going to go with a catapult. Catapult? Like with a catapult. Yeah. I, and I don't want to I don't want to hit the deer with like a boulder from the catapult. I would like to place the deer in the catapult and launch it into a boulder. That's what I'm going to go with on my elaborate way to kill a deer. Okay, that is awesome, but you just can't make a deer burger after that, dude. There's just fucking too many parts and things everywhere. That's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. I'm going to have to take a loss like Tom did on that deer. Just, you know, (laughs) somebody else figure it out. (laughs) All right, you make the burger. (laughs) Tommy, I'm taking this one. All right, it's up to you. All right. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson, 43-year-old female company executive, arrested over indecent behavior with a 17-year-old boy 
who I am fucking jealous of, dude. Oh my God, this never happened when I was a kid. Man, when I was a kid, I had, dude, have you ever seen that video Hot for the Teacher by David Lee Roth on MTV? When I was a kid, I had a couple of hot teachers and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to be an adult. But little did I know that those hot teachers had feelings for the young kids. Oh, the things you learn when you're old. <laughs> you obviously went to a different school than I did because like- um, man, Are you trying to fucking... excuse me, Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> No, no, dude. I'm saying my, the teachers like that. I went to school with weird dogs. Uh, well, I do. You're like hitting the deer with your car and shit, dude. I can't imagine the girls in your neighborhood. Not on purpose. Come on, man. <laughs> all the girls in your fucking school, all, all the teachers in your school were fucking probably like ex-Vietnam vets, dude. <laughs> got deer hunter. Yeah, deer hunter and shit. Oh man. Oh, growing up in the city, I thought it was a bad thing, but now I think it's a good thing. Nara Prefecture Police have arrested a 43-year-old female company board official on suspicion, suspicion of indecent behavior with a 17-year-old boy she met on a social networking site. He's only 17, 17. A little winger for you guys. <clears throat> According to police, the unidentified suspect who lives in Tokyo's Minato Ward, good ward, was arrested on Monday for allegedly violating Nara Prefecture's Junivile Protection Law, Fuji TV reported. The incident occurred between December 30th and January 4th. That's kind of short for an affair. At a hotel in Nara City. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. From December 30th to January 4th at a hotel in Nara City. Oh, the plot gets murky. Police said the woman and the youth who live in Nara Prefecture became acquaintances on Facebook in October. You know, I've always used Facebook for good, never for evil. But I guess it's got potential. The case came to light when one of the boy's guardians consulted with the police after he repeatedly stayed away for four days and said he was hanging out with a friend. See, this is where he fucked up. He should have said he was doing homework at a 24-hour library. He was writing reports for his master's or something like that. I don't know. If you say homework, your parents are totally fine with it. 17, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure boy genius is doing wonderful. No, no, no. He should have said that he was doing homework because then his parents would be like, oh, he's doing homework for four days. He should have said, I'm studying so fucking hard. No, if he said he... All right, never mind time. All right, the <laughs> suspect is a diet... <laughs> the suspect has denied the incident or the indecent behavior allegations by claiming she didn't know the boy was only 17, 17. All right, Mega, I got to ask you, my friend, when you were in school, did you ever have a hot teacher? Yeah, I did. A couple. Nice. Yeah. I got to tell, I, like, not, not to brag or anything, but, man, my guidance counselor tried to fuck me. I was 18, but she, she used to invite me out to kick it, and she tried to fuck me, too, but she wasn't the hot one. She wasn't yeah. the hot one? Oh, that sucks. To, to be honest with you, I feel I feel sorry for this young man. What? He was taken advantage of. He's going to have issues for the rest of his life. He's like, dude, I, guys, I'm sorry. I can't date any of the sorority girls. I only like MILFs. That's exactly the problem there. She's shaped his little weak mind, and now he's going to have a thing for MILF porn. That's already a big you know, epidemic in the porn sites. If you look at the metrics, MILF porn is huge. This young man is going to be at a tremendous disadvantage. You know, yeah. Do you think he's going to have like a midlife crisis? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. 
God, that sucks. I can, I can imagine being in that kind of a situation. But then again, I am kind of jealous. <laughs> I mean, I would be, too. I, I, I mean, if I was his classmates, I would be, too. Some some 43 year old lady, you know, takes you in. But you got to think, man, pussy ain't pussy ain't all that great after 30. So she 43 pussy ain't that great. So that's why I kind of feel bad for the young man. Well, you got to think, I mean, he's 17 years old. He's probably been dating a lot of girls his age. And then all of a sudden, like, this older girl. Wait, wait, wait. But then all of a sudden, uh, this sorry. older girl. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Tom, what are you going to say? What's going What's on? What's he ain't got great for a fucking teenage high school horny boy? And it's like, all oh, this pussy is good. I uh, can fucking stick in. And he's like, ah. I'm I'm not talking about the feeling, mom. Just you look at her body. She got a 43 year old body. She probably got varicose veins all on her butt cheeks and all types of shit. Like I just feel like that's not a good look for my man. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, you know seriously, how- but like he's fucking 17. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm fucking. I'm so getting laid. Yeah, I mean, he'll fuck a deer. Like you know what I mean. Like he's exactly. 17, but that's my but- fucking point, dude. I, I'm I'm taking a long view. I'm taking a long view here. Okay, okay. I, I, Mega, I get that. Maybe you like, yeah, maybe you're taking a long view. Maybe later in life he might regret it. But like for now, it was like, I'm getting, I'm so getting fucking laid. You know what, Tom, though? But the thing is, though, I mean, if he gets caught banging the teacher or, wait, well, she's a company executive. No, I take that back. Well, I don't know, dude. Fucking office porn is huge right now. I mean, he might get like so much mad respect. I mean, this guy might even get into a better college just because he's got that on his resume. They're like, wait, are you the guy? I, I, I don't know. Like, not to get all crazy about it or nothing, but I think that shit's kind of gross too, though. That type of cougar mentality. It's dope to get fucked when you're a young man because you're willing to fuck anything. But, but like, even it, like the double standard is still a little bit iffy to me. The double standard is still a bit iffy to me. Like, if it's a 17 year old girl, 43 year old man, that shit is real disgusting to me. Oh, God. No, no. If it's the other way around, where it's like an older guy and a younger girl, that is <laughs> fucked up. That is I- fucked up. But see, I was a I was a young guy and fucking like, I mean, the teachers in my school, some of the girls, the teachers were pretty nice, decent. Right. So, I mean, I can see that perspective and stuff. And I, I think it's yeah. more. All right. I mean, or in this day and age, I guess it's not acceptable, it's acceptable, acceptable at all. But the thing is, it's just like older woman, younger guy. I all right. It's bad, but I don't have that much of a big problem with it. But if it's the other way around, like older guy, younger girl, I've got a major problem yeah. with that. I'm fucking really pissed off. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. No, that, that guy's got to go to jail for a long time, right? Yeah. I mean, young man, young man just got, you know, his brains fucked out by some 43-year-old for like four days. Shout out to him. Hopefully he's all good. But yeah, he going like old bitches for the rest of his life. <laughs> I mean, she did fuck him up. Like, um, I talk, I've talked about this like with, with a couple of friends. Like, uh, every day I was working a job, like, uh, basically teaching at a certain school. Like, you know, the fucking head teacher who was in her sixties tried to fuck me, like, repeatedly. And I'm you like, get it? That's how you get a raise. Possibly not going to comment on that. My my guidance counselor was not ugly but she was not cute and it was it was problematic for her to be always inviting me out shopping and talking about come come over i'll cook you dinner or whatever like yeah it's real that's weird you're like but my mom cooks me dinner 
<laughs> well, I mean, at the I was I was 18, so I was already, you know, I mean, throwing my dick at everything that would take it, and, and that was a prime motivator. So that's the reason I didn't jump on it. I imagine this young man probably was a virgin. I don't know Wait, how they do what? in Japan. Was that? Oh, okay, in Japan. Okay. I, I, I imagine this young man was probably a virgin, but me, I mean, I had already had you know, probably over a dozen ladies at that time. And I wasn't interested in no 40 some year old guidance counselor. This this kid's going to be looking at old bitches until he old. And then he goes, it, it's going to take him to be 45 before he start looking at chicks that are younger. Do you think oh. when he's 45, he's going to start looking like 85 girls? I don't know. See, that's like, man, yeah. she's 85 yeah. years yeah. old, dude. Yeah. Those veins yeah. on her yeah. forehead yeah. look sexy. He want, he want a certain amount of varicose veins and a certain amount of that saggy, flat Japanese ass. He he don't want the 85 or 65. He, he don't want, want that 43. <laughs> he want that 45, like that that 43 year old ass. Shout out to him. I mean, hey, buddy. It, it sounds like he wasn't trying to get her caught either. So I'm gonna give him props for that too. Yeah, you know dude. I mean? It was his dad that ratted him out, dude. Like if his hey, dad, huh. your dad's a sucker, man. You know what? The, yeah. usually, usually, what happens is in America, it's the kids' friends that talk. Fucking the thing is, though, man. Here in Japan, dude, it's a different thing. It's the parents. I don't. Y'all do that? I no. I don't think my dad would rat me out. I think my dad. If I, I got, I, all right, let's I, just say, I have. Let's say, I have two questions. No, no, no. Let's just say. Okay, all right. Let's just say hypothetical situation. I'm in that situation, right? And then I get busted by my dad. I think my dad would be like, please tell me use protection. I think that would be the mm. only thing that he talked to me about. And then he would walk out of the room. That's it. Yeah. I think my father would be like, yo, that lady is kind of fucked up for doing that. She took advantage of you. But, you know, I mean, there's no reason to get the authorities involved or whatever. I'll probably think he would say. Yeah. I don't know. Getting the authorities involved. I don't know. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. It's a. She's an executive. She could probably get this kid a job. I mean, if my dad was talking to me, I'm not going to put it all on her. Like, yo, she put me to the corner. She tricked me. I'd be like, yo, she was doing something and I decided <laughs> to do it. So my dad be like, you know what? You a little hoe. You a hoe and you nasty. But uh, all right. It happens to the best of us. It does. Well, I'm going to say one more time that if it was the other way around, where it's like a guy teacher and a girl, like a girl student or something, some like young girl. That is fucked up. I want to hear Tom's yeah. two questions, though. Yeah, Tommy, oh, you got that, two questions. Oh, by the way, like uh, uh, I taught in uh, high school, junior high school for a long time. D d d don't get yourself in any trouble. There's no trouble to get in. I was like fucking not with it. I was like, no, 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 not my thing. Never, ever, ever been into it. Okay, what's going on, Tom? Got hit on a lot of times. I was like, no, thank you. That's why we're joining into the news. What's your All question, right. though? You had a question, right? Yeah. Didn't you have two questions? No, I got, I got two questions. Like, uh, what stories you want me to go into? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, Tom. Yeah, just choose one, I man. Two it's questions. Okay. I'll read two words for you. Priest accused, man attempts. Which one do you want? <laughs> what? Priest accused, man attempts. Which one do you want? Yeah. Well, Those I mean, this, this is two obviously words. a Christian show, so let's do the priest. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. 
at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. 
And we are back. All right, faders, we are back after a long-awaited break. Oh, man, we had to get some more beers. We had a couple of us had to take a leak, but that's all good, man. That's human nature. Tommy, you've got a pretty interesting story, man. And um, I'm not religious. I don't think any of us are religious, but I would love to hear a story about religion. I don't know, man, like how religious you want to get, because like this might be like super religious or might be super unreligious. I don't know. Let's get supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Police accused. Uh, sorry. Not priests. Police. 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 God damn. I'm fucking drunk. Priest accused of splashing own bodily fluid on women in Yokohama. In Kanagawa. Kanagawa. Prefectural uh, police have arrested a priest for allegedly splashing his own bodily fluid on a woman in Yokohama City last year, reports uh, Mainichi Shimbun. At around 6.40 a.m. God damn, that's fucking early. On December 20th, Hiroaki Yoshino, 29, allegedly splashed his unspecified bodily fluid over the coat of a woman, age 33, on an escalator. There was an underground subway in Naka Ward. Upon his arrest of, on suspicion of causing property damage, because that's what they're calling it now, causing property damage, on Thursday, Yoshino partially denied the allegation, saying and telling that the Iyazaki police station said that he had committed an act of, uh, what was it, calling for Splasiva? Saliva? I did it other times, which totally makes it okay. Well, okay. First off, the area that this happened and the time this happened, I'm wondering if he was going the opposite direction on the escalator, you know, like coming down and just kind of like splashes her with some type of, um, you know, bodily substance, bodily fluid. But the property damage must mean that it was only hit her clothes, so she didn't get splashed in like the mouth. So I guess that's good for the victim. Yeah, she didn't get AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, they didn't test to see what bodily fluid it was. Shouldn't they take that back to the laboratory and see if it's semen or urine or fucking saliva? Like, oh, fucking pick, pick your fucking poison, man. Like, you know, saliva, like ugh, bodily fluid, like saliva is like probably the best one. Then again, right now, this is like 2020, 2021, getting anything from anybody, even a sneeze is fucking really bad news, dude. If somebody sneezed on me right now, I'd just be like, uh, I think I got to call the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> that's violent. That's violence right there. I, I feel like of all the bodily fluids, I'd probably take urine the most, right? I mean, it's sterile, isn't it? Well, urine or sweat. I mean, sweat's at least got salt in it. I mean, if he gets a, his sweat, I'm like, maybe you're eating a hamburger or something going up the, the escalator. You're like, nah, that's gross, but yeah. it kind of adds, it's a comp, it adds to the burger. Yeah, yeah. It's a pissing contest, man. Well, not really that, but. <laughs> I, I mean, what? So when we're talking about priests, they're talking about like a, a, a Shinto uh, temple priest or uh, a Shinto shrine priest then? Yeah. Time to is, is that what they call him? It's not a, it's not like a Christian, you know, or Catholic priest, right? It's gotta oh, be like, like a, 
Was he what? Lutheran? I'm sure he was Lutheran. That's a Lutheran thing. <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you, I, I can only speculate, but like uh, specifically like uh, uh, Shinto priests are called or something different. Like you, he, he it said he was a priest. Did it happen in October? Was it a man dressed as a priest? Nah, I don't know, man. Then again, man, like religion here is weird and fucked up. They're not religious anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's you true. guys, you guys would seem, I mean, you guys read the news and the fucked up salacious news all the time between yeah. you and like Tokyo reporter. I feel as though you guys have a pretty like deep insight into like the ratio this happens. Uh, the, the number of people who throw bodily fluids on each other. What is the most common bodily fluid that people get hit with? Uh, usually it's semen. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nine out of ten, ten times is semen. And I mean, there was a guy. Uh, oh, God, was he in Osaka? I think it was Osaka about three years ago. And he would ride his bike with like just semen. And like I think it was in his hand. He would ride bike and he just throw it on girls like uh, school girls as like he was going home and as they were going home and stuff. And this is like kind of like a thing that was going on. He was like a serial semen like spider manner, dude. He was like spider manning girls left, right and center, dude. He was just riding his bike. Boom! And just like slapping them and shit for fucking ages, dude. This happened for like three months, dude. It's a fucking crazy thing. But he got caught eventually. Like some girl grabbed him, pulled him down off his bike. And then with CCTV, the cops were like, oh shit, we fucking finally found this guy. We can put him, we can add him to all these fucking crimes. So it was like, I think it was like 18 crimes or something that were he fucking spider man of these girls. He was fucking crazy, man. Another question for you two with this strange expertise. In yeah. knowledge, why is it so common that they admit to doing other crimes? Why can't he just be like, I only toss my Mega, kiss this one time? Great question. That's a great question. Let me ask you, how long can you stay awake? Oh man, it depends. If it's a Wednesday, then I, I've got a few hours there. Can you so stay that's awake what they're for doing? like 30 hours, 40 hours? Oh, how that's how they're awake? doing. That's yeah. how they're coercing the information. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, but I've heard, I've heard, you know, I mean, how long can you stay awake? That's I've heard similar. Yeah. Well, let's bust it down. Okay. I know, I know, I know it's we're trying to be like comedy, like, but like think about nah, it. This come like, on. Like, no, I think we're ever, past like, the topic. Like, yeah, but you ever run out and like you know, grab girls and just grow girls? No, no, what thank you. you. What? No, yeah, right. we don't do that. No, that's bad, Tom. No, that's fucking very, very fucking bad. So you yeah, that's do wrong, that. Tom. We're talking about like you know, minor percent of crimes that are talked about in Japan, like you know, this is international news from the entire island well actually four islands yep that's right super right dude awesome dude tom thank you so much man yeah super islands um so uh <laughs> um mega um wait can you read the next story if you don't mind yeah let me just bring it up really quick here i wasn't positive on the pronunciation of uh one of the things but i'll try my best all right Okay, this one's a doozy. Here we go, gentlemen. It says, man arrested for sending 37 death threats to Square Enix because he couldn't win at a game. Damn. Is that the... Well, I know we talked about it earlier before we started, but is it Enix or Enix? Enix. Okay, that's what I'm rocking with then. So Square Enix has uh, long delighted gamers, old and young, with their long-running RPG series, Final Fantasy, and Dragon Quest, along with a slew of other classics like Chronos Trigger or Chrono Trigger and Near, 
with such an accumulation of great games, there's a lot of goodwill for the company around the world. Nice. I've heard of them. I've, I think yeah. I've been to one of their establishments where they sell like little toys and such. Hmm. However, uh, from November 2nd to 19th last year, the company's online game inquiry form received 37 threatening messages such as, I will seriously kill you cheating developers. Whoa! <laughs> seriously. This seriously guy, kill you. Whoa, dude, serious. Yeah, I mean, it's a, and it says to clarify the term cheating in Japanese is uh, Ike-sama, which, oh, or Ike-sama, which refers to the type of person who might cheat at cards or dice with a sleight of hand or the like. Nice. Okay, that's, that's new vocabulary for me, fellas. Uh, says the, the frequent threats even caused the company to call off a scheduled live event broadcast that was to be held November 20th. Oh, shit. Uh, you know, they're taking it very seriously because he was serious. Uh, the Shinjuku police were called in and tracked down the sender by the IP address used. On February 26th, they announced the arrest of 39-year-old Toshiyuki Suga from, uh, let me see here, Matabushi, Saitama Prefecture. He reportedly admitted to the threats, telling police, I couldn't win and I was feeling emotional <clears throat> and got frustrated. They're fucking another game. I mean, he basically wrote his congressman. He was upset, you know. Uh, <laughs> although the report he wrote his congressman, like he's like, yo, fuck it, like you fucking cheaters. I'm out. Tough times, tough times. Although the reports never mentioned the title, saying only the subject was playing a smartphone game, comments appear convinced that the incident was triggered by Hoshino Dragon Quest. Known as Dragon Quest of the Stars. In English, the RPG allows players to travel to different planets and team up with other players online. I, I, I've heard of Dragon Quest, but I've never played any of them. This seems rather likely as the cancel event on November 20th was related to the game. And as some comments mentioned, there was an incident in late 2018 and 2019 where a 25-year-old man sent 30 threatening messages in similar fashion. Damn. Uh, what is it? Johnny, Johnny, we covered that. Like, uh, wash your necks because you're going to commit suicide or I'm going to chop your head off. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's interesting, you know, because like, you know, when a lot of gamers in America and Europe and stuff, when they play games, they're fucking, they got like a headset. They're like, I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch, motherfucker. You're fucking dead. I'm going to fucking cut off your dick, cocksucker. You know, they say all this crazy shit, but they don't mean it. But in Japan, they take it to the next level. They're like, dude, Saying it is not enough. I'm going to have to type this out, put it in an email, make it formal, <laughs> just send it to them. Right. I mean, fucking, dude, that's fucking insane, right? Put on your letterhead. And, yeah, make it real <laughs> official. I, I mean, it sounds, it sounds pretty wild. Uh, two more paragraphs here. It says, however, reports didn't mention the smartphone game by, oh, I, I read that? No. No, I didn't. Uh, the smartphone game by name back then either. So we, so we don't know. Only that the suspect had spent 200,000 yen trying to get a wanted item. Wow. 200,000 yen. God uh, damn it. That's, that's two like, G's. Yeah, that's, a, that's two G's. And uh, with no results, he then advised Square Enix employees to wash their necks, like you just said, Tom. Wash wow. your neck. A threat that means prepared to die. Stemming back to the samurai days. Damn. I didn't know this was an educational podcast, guys. I've learned something new today. You learned a lot. Yeah. 
so it's not confirmed that it is the Hoshino Dragon Quest is the game, but uh, it's been known to drive grown men to the brink of madness. Oh, I love it, dude. I want to play this game. You, you, you know what up. <laughs> yeah. How much can I geek out here? How much can I ex- explain this? Not too much, but I mean, go ahead. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you got like a five second elevator pitch. I'm not interested in Dragon Quest whatsoever. Yeah, all this have to be like, we're not nerds. (laughs) We're not nerds. Nerds. Uh, Final Fantasy versus like, uh, basically, Final Fantasy is Square Enix, and like, uh, Dragon Quest is like, well, what you just heard. Wait. Okay. So, okay. Then. Hey. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He gave us were, the five seconds. They were owned by rival com- companies. I swear, Enix, like you know, had like you know, a fucking just massive <laughs> amount of money. They made the best fucking games ever. Like, just unbelievable. I think Nintendo hey. made the best games. All of this is debatable, but what I can say is that no game has ever pushed me to the brink like this, where I was telling people to wash their necks. This is this. Oh, is you've never gaming. played Pac-Man. <laughs> Apparently not. You know, I'll be on a PlayStation 4 almost every night. In fact, after I get off of doing this with you guys, I'm probably going to shoot some zombies. It, it, Take it, me it, with you. Yeah, I just it's, saw the new Walking Dead, dude. I'm fucking in, man. I, I was out, but now I'm back in. I've I read the entire it. comic series and I'm not interested in the TV yeah. show. Oh, yeah. shit. I read up to like 101. After Glenn got killed in the fucking comics, I was like, done. Word, done word. peace i mean fucking the comic book was so much more graphic than the tv show but that's a different story so much better oh god I, I tuned out too but i read i read when i heard that it was ending i reread all the last episodes uh issues that i didn't that i didn't read that i didn't the follow first, like four comics were so great the art was much different too just got boring it's like ah, oh, here's my favorite character dying again mm-hmm. that's true I fair enough. Like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll zip past, uh, you know, company games, like, you know, BSing on the other stuff. But, like, uh, how about this one? Okay, I got it. Wait, wait, wait. It's my next story, Tom. Oh, it's yours? Or is all right, it all right, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Tom. You got it, dude. Okay, all right, let's go. Hey, Come on. Hey, Johnny, I like how we, we told him to stop being a fucking nerd by talking about his video games, but then we rant about fucking comic books. <laughs> Power to the people. Okay, all right, touche. I am a fucking otaku. I'm an I'm not the king otaku, but I'm an otaku, that's for sure. Wait, wait, please, 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 one more tangent before we get into the next uh, before we get into the next article. Just one tangent in relationship. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. What are we doing? We're talking about The Walking Dead, written by Robert Kirkman. (laughs) Yeah. Written by Robert Kirkman. The new Invincible animated series is coming out. Who he also wrote. That's going to be great for people. Check that out. You familiar with that at all? That's going to be awesome. I know of it, but I haven't read it, and I don't know anything was coming down the pipelines. So better, better than the Walking Dead. Me. Better than the Walking Dead. Uh, I'm listen. sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. I'm done. Mic drop. You're right. All right. Uh, man attempts to rob Shinjuku Bank after being released from prison. Good timing. Let that settle in. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 60-year-old man for allegedly attempting to rob a bank in Shinjuku Ward shortly after he 
he was released from prison. TBS reports on March 3rd. At just past 11 a.m. Wednesday. It's really hard to read this article because it's just like that fucking funny. Right. Otaru Harada of no known occupation, because they always fucking are, entered the Shinjuku branch of the Aoza Bank in Shinjuku Ward and thrust a knife before the guard in his 50s, saying, quote, hand over the money. Harada reportedly said, then the guard apprehended the suspect. So he done fucked up. There were no no known injuries in the incident, police said. On February 27th, he was released from Akita prison and the suspect was found to be in possession of 2,000 yen cash, AKA 20 bucks. And when he was apprehended, Upon his arrest, on suspicion of suspicion of suspicion, give me your money, bitch. On suspicion of attempted robbery, the suspect admitted to the allegation, saying, "Quote: I used up all my money, all twenty bucks of it. I did it because I did not want to get more again." I'm so fucking depressed, dude. I get it. What was his name? I get it, Tomoyuki. I get it. The guy's out of prison. He's been in the system for too long, man. He's been in there. He's been folding boxes, making plastic bags and shit for 40 years. Maybe the guy fucking did some hardcore time. Most likely he did. He's 60 years old. Comes out. Also, he's like, what the fuck is the internet? I don't know what Facebook. I've never been Facebook before. And fucking also, it's like a completely different world. He's just not used to it, dude. He's like, fuck, dude, take me back. Walks into a bank, pulls out a knife. He's like, um, give me all the money. Is there money in this place? Is, is there paper? I I want some. And then fucking the cops Am came I in. Going back to the place. It's it's incredibly incompetent. It, it does give you the impression that he was just trying to go back. Maybe he's institutionalized. He doesn't know how to function in society where you exactly could, where you can get like you know a moss burger or some shit. Like he he, you know. I get it, man. I, I do. I do rock with my guy just trying to rob a bank, though. I, that feels like he should get bonus points for at least trying to to do a bank instead of a conveni. You know what I mean? Like, at least there's the potential to get more money than what's in the cash register at the, the natural losses. So I like this guy. You know what? I, I kind I of respect like. him because that is kind of old school because nobody robs banks anymore. When's the last time have you heard of a big bank robbery where guys with ski masks came in like fucking uh, Point Blank or whatever? What's the name of that movie with uh, fucking uh, Point Break? Point Break, right? You think fucking that never happens and shit. But fucking like this guy is fucking so old school. He's like. He had a ski mask. He had a fucking Rambo knife. He ran in there and shit. You think he's wearing like Air Jordans from like the 1980s? He could have been wearing like the Abe no mask. You know what I mean? Like a real Abe mask, though. (laughs) No, no. This guy is so old school. It'd be a Kuizmi mask. (laughs) Uh, You know, free whoever his free Tomoyuki. That's my dog. You know, I'm rocking with him. Put some money in his commissary. That's good, man. I'm a poor guy. Poor guy, dude. Fucking, it's so sad. Never, but I mean, never heard of like the the bank story. Like, uh, was just basically a bank got robbed and like they never got caught. 
Uh, that hasn't happened in Japan in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Even... The, the last time I heard of like people that robbed something that got caught was the Pink Panther Diamond guys, right? But eventually they got caught in Europe. Remember that shit that happened in fucking like what, uh, 2004, 2003? All those fucking diamond heists that happened like within six months. All those guys are like affiliates got busted, like France, Amsterdam, all that shit in Europe, right? Do you guys remember that shit? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, well, anyway, fucking, well, I've been doing this show for a long time. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a country where you can't even just kill a deer at 2 a.m. in the morning and get away with it, why would you think you would get away with robbing a bank? Because you're old be school. Like, oh you you got you to you be stupid or trying to go to jail. Trying to go to jail, dude. Or fucking way too old school. Like, remember, like, the fucking Sopranos? Remember the Sopranos? Well, like, one dude, like, every season, one dude came out of fucking prison, and then he went back to prison, or he got murdered and shit. But he was, like, so old school. He had the old school, like, mentality and shit. But it just didn't jive with, like, the new school fucking, like, mafiosi kind of shit, whatever. So I think that's what happened to this guy. Perhaps. Tough times, dog. Yeah, tough times. That coronavirus, man. (laughs) Makes people desperate. It makes people super desperate. Coronavirus, got to rob a bank. Oh, shit. Don't do that, faders. Oh, man. All right. Shinjuku of all places. Like, go to a smaller place. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Takamatsu? (laughs) Anywhere. I don't. I mean, fucking Higashi Kurume. Like, do it. Do it better. I don't know, man. I think if you're going to rob a bank, you got to go to a place that doesn't have cameras. Like, Oh, oh, sorry, John, John, are you talking? Go ahead. No, go for it, Tom. No, nah, Mega, like, we're talking, like, we just, like, we talk about this shit all the time, like, stupid fucking crime. It's like, eh, you're going to get busted. There's fucking video cameras everywhere. Just, yeah, dumbass. That what crimes do people get away with out here? See, oh. this is what I find this interesting, because you guys, probably more than anybody, no, like these, this ratio of weird crimes and things like, does anybody get away with anything here? Oh yeah. Pickpocketing. Oh, tight. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. Pickpocketing is like the crime that a lot of people complain about. They file a lot of complaints, but no, very few people get busted for it. It's very unusual for somebody to get busted for pickpocketing. Um, but uh, all it, other it, crimes, it there's it. like... Well, hasn't been because of the ratio is coronavirus and like blah blah blah. Yeah, you're right, Johnny. But like, I get you. Yeah, that's great. But um, <clears throat> yeah, regarding like all the stories that we do, I mean, when it comes to like, I mean, I mean, there's like CCTV everywhere. You know, whenever I read like a fucking like really heinous story where somebody gets busted, I'm like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking, dude? There's CCTV everywhere, dude. You fucking like murder somebody in a parking lot, put them in your fucking, the, the back seat of your fucking car, not the trunk, but the back seat. drove to another fucking parking lot where there's CCTVs, fucking took the body out and tried to bury it. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Of course you're going to get busted, dude. Fucking the CCTV fucking everywhere in Japan. There's no way you cannot get busted doing anything and shit, but fucking still people commit crimes and stuff. I don't know why they do. But um, yeah, I mean, but the one fucking crime that doesn't get um, the one kind of criminal that doesn't get busted as many as the others is pickpocketing. I mean, they do. They do get busted, but not as high as like all the other crimes, I think. Mm. I think that's like the lowest amount of like crimes that get actually caught criminals that get caught, if that makes sense. I know how I'm getting out of this teaching racket then. Oh, is that what you're doing? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, actually, the order order scams, like the scammers on the phones, like they, they get all oh, this a lot. 
Uh, actually, that's another one. The Ore Ore guys, uh, the people that do the uh, phone scams. Yeah, they get busted quite often. Well, no, they do get busted because of the fucking money transfer and shit. I think they get away with it a lot. No, they can trace the money quite a bit. It always seems as though they get a lot. They have a lot of victims before they finally get caught. So the ones that get out after they got like, you know, 20 people, you know, they're out. But, but it's the guys who go overboard, right? It's the 20. It's like a, it's like the pirate that got the fucking last fucking ship. The thing I, is, like, I, I, those I, people, I, it's I, like. It, I disagree with you, man, because like it's the dudes that are running like giant ship with the captain of the ship, and like they're just fucking running everything. You're like, yo, let me train you how to fucking milk these old ladies out of money. Well, Tom, you're partially right. See, the thing is, it's just like uh, they they go after old people, right? And so when they go after old people, many old people don't know that they've been um, they've been taken advantage of, right? So the thing is, they go after one, after the other, after the other, after the other. But then they find one that's like the, the golden ticket. So they think, and then that's the one where they get busted and shit. Mm. So that's Hard the situation work. when it comes to that and stuff. I mean, fucking faders, when you're listening to the show, do not commit crimes. The whole purpose of the show is to make fun of fucking criminals and shit. But, um, <clears throat> and to get faded. But um, as we've done tonight, <laughs> but um, I'm pretty, the- I'm pretty buzzed too. You're pretty busty. Or this fucking I mean, come by, come by. I don't drink. Yeah, come I'm on number. Hey, I'm on number four. I feel all right. All right, come by. Hey, hey, again, I just want to jump in and say, man, thank you guys. I'm having a wonderful time getting drunk. This is a really the first time I've been drunk in like three years. Are you really drunk right really? now? I'm not drunk, but you know, I feel a buzz, which is more than I've really felt. Well, that's cool. I'm kind of faded. Tom's fucking faded. So I mean, that's fucking cool. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, we know, we hey, know. Johnny's a fucking bastard. That's all he always goes. I don't understand. Okay, what that- man. Like, uh, thank you. Uh, really good to talk to you again. Like, uh, yeah. the show's the show's not I, over. I, I was I was listening to you guys when you guys were still around, like episode two hundred. Okay, so, I guess make yeah, it it's fucking fitted. <laughs> yeah, well, not there for that. I, uh, yo, Meg, I just sent you a, a link. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got one here. Is this the next article for us? <laughs> yeah, it's the next one. All right, let's check it out here. Hot off the presses. Uh, here we go. Hakodate says, "Man arrested after living with corpse of mother for four months." Police in Hakodate, Hokkaido, have arrested 43-year-old man on suspicion of abandoning the body of his mother after he kept her corpse at home for four months. According to police, Hiromitsu Yamamoto, a part-time worker, said his mother, who was in her 70s, died in the beginning of last November. Sanke Shimbun reported, a welfare worker visited the house on Tuesday after not having any contact with Yamamoto's mother for some time and found the body. Police said there were no external signs of injury on the decaying corpse, and that the woman appeared to have died of natural causes. This is a very common story. Am I not wrong? This is it something is that people do super here. common, yep. Yeah, so- sorry, man. Like, uh, Mayor, you're right. Uh, too common, unfortunately. It's disgusting. Dead bodies stink, right? Do Is that a thing, right? It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. And it probably smells worse than that deer that I catapulted earlier. It's got to be disgusting, like, like intolerably disgusting to do that. You don't just you can't wrap that up in a garbage bag and it smell all right. Dude, fucking a body. has got a lot of fucking like 
stuff in it. There's like flesh, there's veins, there's all sorts of organs and shit. That shit is going to stink like a motherfucker, dude. Even if fucking you do some Egyptian shit where you fucking take all the organs out or whatever, it's still going to stink like fuck, dude. This guy's house is going to be the stinky house, dude. Yeah. I mean... Wait, wait, wait. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, we're neglecting the, the most stupid, obvious point <laughs> of the interview, but like my mother died. I'm just going to chuck her off the balcony. That'll be fine. Nobody gonna notice, right? No, well, I mean, he's keeping the body for like insurance and shit. I mean, not insurance, but uh, social security, right? Right, like the like pensions and social security, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the, right. That's what he's doing, right? That's so, usually the reason. Yeah, I mean, if he had no money to fucking like for the funeral, he could just take her to the fucking which I'm gonna call it the suicide forest, and that's what like some people have done. You know, they don't have any money for like uh, which I'm gonna call it. Like, let's say they got like um a relative that passes away for one reason or another, and they don't have any money for any kind of like a service. They just take that fucking body and they put in the suicide forest and they're like, Oh, she disappeared. We don't know what happened. And then fucking after time, the body's found like, ah, suicide, you know, right. that that's, that's the thing, you know? <clears throat> so Tom, they're not going to throw her off the balcony. <laughs> Although I would love we to hope see it. Not. We hope not. We all know that the best way to dispose of a body is via catapult. Catapult, dude. I fucking you can't go wrong with the catapult, man. Yeah, catapult that joint right into the suicide forest. That would definitely be a good way to go. <laughs> That's how I want to go. You know what? You know, I heard a comedian talk I, about I, this. I'm gonna say, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm gonna be cremation. Great. Fucking burn me like you smoke on fucking ashes. I am I'm done. Boring. Yeah, that's you know pretty what? whack. Yeah, that sucks, dude. All right. You know what? Okay. If I was going to do a catapult, I'm going to take it to the next level, man. If I was going to do a catapult, now for, I'm taking this from a comedian, right? I'm going to put fucking in all my pockets. I'm going to wear fucking like a jean jacket that has fucking 20 pockets. Jeans from the 80s that has like fucking 20 pockets. I'm going to fucking fill up my pockets with fucking candy. So when I'm fucking catapulted to fucking any place, Candy is gonna shoot out of all my fucking pockets. So when people show up to, to my to see my body, they're like, "Oh my god, a dead body! This is terrible." But Snickers and Skittles, dude, it's gonna be like Halloween for fucking tons of fucking people. You need to do that during like Hanabi as the fireworks are going off. So we're drunk, sitting on you know some fucking street on the Sumida, and we're like, "Yo, is that Johnny?" as the fireworks are going off, and it's like, oh, shit, that's Johnny, and there's, you know, full-size <laughs> Snicker bars. That Johnny's a great guy. I, I don't know, gentlemen. I feel as though uh, living with your dead mother, I mean, living with your mother when you're in your 40s is kind of strange to me in the first place, but that's a very Americanized mindset. Um, yeah, but staying with her after she dies for four months, you know that guy's definitely not getting any pussy. Well, he's getting pussy, but it's not the good kind of pussy, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, you That's went there. Want. Oh, I did go there, dude. Ah. Ah. I feel like I feel like that's that's that's. I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this like uh, I got two percent on my phone and two percent, and I'm I'm gonna go out. Mega, good to see you. Take care, Tom. I really uh, I was really happy to talk to you tonight, brother. I yeah, Tom, and, dude. Well. I guess me and Johnny will wrap it up then. If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Pomade. 
Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. Yo, and we are back. Oh, man. Dude, Mega, we got a man down, dude. We got a Tom's been JFK. Now he's MIA. What are we going to do? Uh, we could probably buy him like one of those portable chargers. Well, he was at his house. I mean, he just didn't let his phone charge. We'll get him back next time. Yeah, totally. Actually, this is not the first time this has happened. And this will, this will definitely not be the last time it's going to happen, too. I can guarantee that it's in the cards. <laughs> probably tomorrow. <laughs> All good to the good. All good to the good. Mega, man. So, uh, yeah. As you said before, I think we should just totally just wrap this up and stuff. We've got some pretty good stories under our belt. We had a good time. We had some laughs. I think time was pretty good, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I have a good time every time I hang out and talk to you guys. And uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm excited to come back and do it again. And also to have you guys come into the studio and record with me. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, definitely. We would love to come and uh, hang out with you in person, man. I mean, fucking podcasting, you know, for me, Doing the whole Zoom thing, it's acceptable, it works, it's fine. But actually meeting somebody in person, like in their studio or in our studio and stuff, or even at a karaoke booth and like doing a podcast there, or even in the park or a parking lot, dude. I mean, you can podcast anywhere, but doing it person to person, it's just so much fun. It's a different energy, you know? Yeah, indeed. I mean, that's why I risk it every weekend to have people come in here and possibly cough the coronavirus on me. But You're a madman, dude. You're a madman. Holy smokes, man. So when you do that... Are you wearing like gloves, goggles, two masks? Full hazmat suit. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go, dude. You're like breaking bad. <laughs> no, I kind of just, you know, I, I reach out. Uh, I've been doing it with a lot of people that I know that I know that aren't out like partying or in Kabuki show or some bullshit. And, you know, we sit a, a distance away from each other. A lot of times we'll record with the fan or the window open. But yeah, especially these days, I'm not too concerned about the coronavirus, especially, you know, with my health. I'm, I think I'm good. You're good. Okay. Well, dude, I hope you're good forever, man. I hope everything is totally cool with you. And um, yeah, once again, we can't wait to get into your studio and fucking, you got to come over here. I mean, I'm dude, I'm a, I'm a germaphobe dude. So fucking, I don't let anybody over and stuff. When people come to deliver boxes and stuff, Amazon boxes, I'm like, yo, toss it up here. They're like, toss it. It says fragile. I'm like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Toss that shit up here. I'm on the third floor. <laughs> I'm glad one of us is responsible. You're doing the world a favor. Uh, doing my part. Doing my part. But, man, thank you for being on this show. And, um, yeah, dude, is there anything you want to plug? Um, First, I also just would like to say, man, this is the first time that I've drank and gotten drunk on any podcast recording in, like, almost three years. And it, it's it feels so good to have done it with you guys because I know you guys is like the drinking podcast, and I've wanted to be a part of it for such a long time. So drinking was super fun. If, uh, if anybody wants to hear me talk about uh, hip-hop, art, and culture with the creatives in Tokyo, you can find me at uh, Megalate Show on Instagram or Facebook. I only really update the Instagram one. I'm even slow with that. But we're available on all the streaming platforms that you might possibly use. 
Um, I won't plug my other two podcasts. Just listen to the Mega Late Show if you're interested in that. But you'll be yeah, that's it, man. Mega Late Show. Hell yeah, faders. You know what to do. Check him out. And um, faders, after you check out the Mega Late Show, make sure you go down to Patreon. Support us on Patreon. We got tons of content that's being updated almost every three or four days, like at least like three times a week. We've got new stuff that's up there. Videos, uh, oh, tons of blooper, bloopers. Oh my God, we've got so many bloopers up there. It's crazy. It's embarrassing. It's actually embarrassing at this point, but we got tons of stuff up there. Check that out. It only costs $5, which is basically like buying us one beer a month. You're buying us one beer a month. And when you come to Japan or if you find us in Japan, you know we're buying you drinks, drink after drink after drink. I mean, that's how we roll, dude. That's why Tom has no money, dude. (laughs) But we know times are tight and stuff. And um, if you can't support us on Patreon, that's totally cool. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review and uh, write something groovy, man. We really appreciate it. And if if you don't have any money or any time, we also have Instagram and Facebook. Go there, Guy Fit in Japan. You know what to do. And uh, Mega Man, it's been great fitting with you, man. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. All right, faders. Well, you're here to hear. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs> We're signing off. We're going to go hang out with Tom. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.